Dungeoneers, and welcome to Apply Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that you can play in front of your grandmother. I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined, as always, by my friends and co-hosts. I've got Daniel over here. Ladies and gentlemen, he's more than just a beautiful voice. He's also an extreme and persistent annoyance. Well, hey there, everybody. I'm glad you could bring me on this week. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. It's about what I expected. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Josh. I don't like yeah. this. We also have the wonderful Janelle, who is just ready to get angry at her friends again tonight. Well, you know, when they do dumb things that end up making me go unconscious, it's hard to be very nice. It's infuriating. (laughs) And my blood pressure is already going up because even if I wanted to mute him, I can't escape that voice. (laughs) I'm in your knee. I'm in your nightmares. (laughs) Yuck. Well, speaking of nightmares, Nate is here as well, bringing fun for the whole family. You too can all have this great time. You can listen to an insane person. You can listen to an angry person. It's just like our family get-togethers, all in a single package just for you guys. Oh, man. <laughs> There's a lot of energy here. Every recording is basically Thanksgiving when you think about it. Yeah, pretty much. Speaking of Thanksgiving in this uh, particular time and age, we have Joel over here, too, recovering from a bout of illness. Yeah, but I'm afraid, like, something's just made it come back, or I don't know. Ugh, I'm not feeling so great. I know, it's Daniel. (laughs) Yeah, I'm choking him. My head is pounding. (laughs) (laughs) Did did your throat hurt at all, Joel? Oh, no. No, that's fine. Daniel, you're just not doing a good job, then. Well, no, I'm just used to it. Oh, oh God! Move on! Move on! <laughs> well, finally, woo! Hi, Grandma! Oh! And finally, we have AJ over here, who is, as always, channeling his inner grandmother. I just feel like people need to have cookies and sweatshirts because it's getting cold outside, and people need both: warm cookies, warm sweatshirts, and lots of food, even if they don't, even like they're not hungry at all, and they never ask for any food. At all. You're just a very giving person, AJ. Very caring. I appreciate that. And humble. <laughs> sure. So how are you guys all doing tonight? I'm doing good. Doing uh, very excited. V- excited to kick the ass if this thing has an ass. But, oh, yeah? you know, regardless, I'm going to kick its ass. Well, uh, or rather, I'm not going to kick its ass. I'm thinking... Well, let's be honest. Gunner's not going to kick his ass. Somebody will kick its ass. Gunner will draw an ass emoji onto this thing, and then someone else will kick it. Exactly. So, uh, Daniel, so whenever you're super excited, does it just basically show by you attacking Aegon the whole time like a little kid? Look, look, Aegon. Look, there's a creature. Oh, no, Aegon. No, no. Runs behind, starts pushing him back and forth. I mean, yeah, except I don't think it's just Aegon. I I think, I don't know. Judging from the track record, is he it does, this? He does it to everyone. Yeah, it's in the definitely party. me. It's it's kind of everybody. It's sort of it's sort of his thing to sort of have other people fix his messes for him because he's, you know, he he himself is a mess. I said it last week, folks, and I'll say it again: bless this mess. And by that, I mean somebody, please help Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I think someone's going to have to come and help him after this combat. So speaking of messes, yeah. So let's. What do you guys say we just jump right in? Let's do it. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to give a quick recap. So last episode, our adventurers ventured into the home near the windmill in search of a strange figure that you had spotted in the window before it suddenly vanished. The, the figure, not the window. And then upon entering the home, they looked around and found a large hole in the floor which led to a forgotten dwarven ruin that was serving as a foundation for the home. Then, Richard and Stephen, your two guard friends, came investigating the fiery explosion that you had caused at the windmill, and then they proceeded to catch the party trespassing inside someone else's home. Instead of arresting you, though, Richard quietly slipped you a note with an address on it, and the two of them left. Shortly after this strange event... 
The party ventured down into the hole where you found a bound and malnourished man who looked just like the man with the knife who had attacked you at the windmill. Suddenly, a bright light had filled the room and some sort of strange tentacled creature made of metal entered the room and illuminated you with a spotlight. So we're going to jump right back to that moment and I'm going to have to have you guys roll initiative. Ugh, yeah. Oh my god. First roll of the day. Get a natural one. Natural one. <laughs> Get him out of the way. Shocking to no one. But this is just like Gunner. You want to go last anyways. You can assess the situation and run. Or just run. <sighs> Sometimes brutal honesty isn't always appreciated, Nate. But yes, you are right. <laughs> That's why I assumed you're just lying under rolls the whole time. Shh, it's Nate, just the natural Nate, one, Nate, Nate, after Nate, all. Josh is listening. Come on, dude. Come on. Come on. <laughs> all right. So at the top of the round with a 21 is this creature. No. And I'll describe it again real quick. It's large, like egg-shaped, made of metal with kind of a crisscrossing spider web embossing design around it and six glowing eyes formed in a circle at the front end. And these eyes are emitting this super bright spotlight. And then underneath its head are a collection of long metallic tentacles, each of them ending in a very wicked looking blade. So what this thing is going to do is when it enters the room and everyone readies themselves, it's gonna scan you guys really quick. And then it is going to look right at Aegon and it is going to fire an electrical bolt from the spot in the middle of its circle of eyes. Mm. So, Aegon, why don't you give me a dexterity saving throw? All right, that is a massive four. <laughs> oh, no. So that is not going to make it. So it, you're going to get hit by this blast, and that is going to be eight lightning damage to you. Okay. So there's a loud snap as this bolt hits you and you feel like your heart stop for a second, your limbs lock up and you just you feel like you just got hit by a weird, stunning attack of some kind. But don't worry, you're not actually stunned. That's mm. all flavor text. And then we're on to Theo. Theo, what are you going to do? Well, Theo is just super upset and frustrated from everything that's been happening over the last like hour or so. Things are just building up. So he's just gonna go immediately into a rage seeing his friend get hurt and this weird thing come out of the tunnel. Nothing makes sense. He's upset. He's going this wing. So bonus action to rage. And then right. if he can, he wants to... Well, I don't know if he can do this. Josh, can't... is there any way he can shove this creature back or down farther away from Vez? Oh, yeah, I think you can shove him. So, yeah, you're just going to make a special melee attack against him to push him five feet away, get him away from Vez. Right. So is that, that's a strength versus... Can I butt in? Yeah. I think there's actually a, a, a mechanic in the book for this. Yeah, I was, I was trying to figure out if it was strength versus something else. Yeah, I was going to instead say... Of make, sorry, instead of making an attack roll, I was, ahead, I was ahead of myself. It's a special attack, but instead of making an attack roll, you make a strength check using, I think, athletics. Yes. Yes. You make a strength athletics check. Basically, it's like grappling, but you're just shoving instead. Perfect. You don't normally shove very much, so this is a, an interesting move on your part. Yes. It's almost like a body check, if you will. But since he's raging, he actually gets advantage on strength checks and saving throws. And so there's a strength check, he gets advantage. Oh, okay. Ooh. Thank goodness, because that was a two on the first roll. Oh, no. That's much better. So that's a... So that's 15 plus 4 and 19 to show. All right. This thing is going to use its acrobatics check with dexterity to try to avoid your shove. Well, and I only got a 9, so you managed to shove it. Yes. So what direction? Are you going to shove it south further into the room, or are you going to shove it to the east back into the hallway it just emerged from? Uh, it's a tough choice. I think he wants to push it south. That way people can still get an angle on it. 
All right, so you grab a handful of some of its tentacles, and you literally, like, throw it through the air. But since it's levitating, it just corrects itself after you force it five feet away. Perfect. And for Tuo, he's upstairs, <laughs> and he's he's not down here yet. He's, he's above the hole. So he's just going to be barking and ready to attack anything that gets near him up there because he doesn't want to jump down the ten feet into the hole. And Tuo is freaking out. Like, Tuo and Master the Cat are just freaking out. Goodness. All right, that's that's my turn. All right. So we are on to Vez. Vez, Fio has moved in front of you, preventing you from reaching this creature. What, what's your plan? Yeah, I'm trying to think now that I can't hit it unless I, I guess, go all the way around. I could, like, flank, I guess. Sorry, Fio's not much of a thinker. Yeah, let me think here. Suggestion? Sure. Do you have any ranged weapons? No. Really? Monks usually come with darts or... Oh, yes, I lied. I have darts. I was like, yeah. I don't have a bow. I have darts. Woo, darts. <laughs> so are, the, are these darts like shuriken type things or are they like literally like weird combat darts? Or are they throwing knives like... What what's what's Vez's kind of weapon of choice when it comes to throwing? Because dart could mean can be anything. I really like the idea of shuriken just because they're cool looking. Um, Sakuras, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. We're gonna do that because why not? Um, she's a monk. They can do all sorts of weird crap. Okay, so if you're gonna make a range attack against it, it now has a plus two to its AC because Fio was standing in front of it, and you're going to try to avoid hitting Fio. If I take a step to the left, would I, like, and kind of go catty-cornered to him? Yes. Would you can take a, give me? If, okay. you, if, you take, if you take a step and get out from behind him and stand at the foot of the staircase, you'll be able to hit the creature because you'll be out of Fio's way. Okay. Then I'll do that. That's going to be a total of... 19. Okay, 19 will hit this thing. Yay, and then darts aren't exactly the strongest weapon, but... (laughs) So that'll be six damage then. All right, so you throw your dart, and it dents the metal of its body a little bit, but doesn't seem like six did a whole lot of damage to it. Oh, boy. (laughs) It's a tough boy. I'll say. Anything else, Janelle? No, I think... Because I'm not close enough. I'll probably just end my turn then. All right. So then we are on to Aegon. Yeah, Aegon's going to kind of stumble backwards from its uh, attack earlier and presses back to the uh, east-western wall there. And he's going to pull out his rod and and attempt to shoot it down with an, an Eldritch Blast. I keep rolling very poorly today. Uh, so that is oh no. a nine. A nine misses. It is super <laughs> maneuverable, and it kind of spirals out of the way, like kind of like a jellyfish in the water, but like much faster. So it mm. dodges, and your blast just shatters part of the marble wall behind it. All right. Well, that's it for me. All right. Then we are on to Gunner. The hero. yeah gunner the hero that's what they call him so yeah i think what gunner is going to do is he sees fio is engaging it he sees vez is basically being a ninja and aegon's blasting it uh i think he's going to uh he's gonna move a little bit south and he's gonna try and go up over and down the staircase to his right, and then he's going to viciously mock it. Do you look like the ugliest octopus I've ever seen? <laughs> you tell <laughs> him. Yeah, and that sick burn warrants a wisdom saving throw. All right, so it will make a wisdom saving throw. That is a 13. Damn, I hate being, uh, I hate being no level. Ah! throw my dice <laughs> I will al- yeah. I will also say the way this thing is acting it seems very calculated and perhaps intelligent yeah um so yeah that will match so it's fine so then uh, as part of my object interaction I will pull out one of my short swords and I'm gonna look to Fio 
and uh, kind of give him that nod that's like, you got this, bro. You got it. <laughs> and as a bonus action, I'm going to give Theo a bardic inspiration. Oh, salad. So, yep, you get that D6 there to use on ability checks, attack rolls, and saving throws. Nice. And that, and that is my turn. All right. So then it is this thing's turn. So what it is going to do is it is going to hover into the air over Fio, and then it's going to take a hard right, and it is going to duck through the small space between Fio and the open door. So it's just going to fly above you and into the hallway that it just came from. And then its body is going to course with electricity, and it is going to take five damage. It's going to deal five damage to itself, and it's going to increase the power of its stunning bolt attack. Oh, no. And now that it has Aegon, Gunner, and Theo lined oh, up crap. in a perfect line, it is going to blast you with a loud snap, crackle, and pop. Yeah. <laughs> See, since I thought Theo was blocking the door, it was going to be fine, but apparently it won't be. Yeah, and that, that, pop, that pop was your head's exploding. Yeah. So. <laughs> GG, guys. <laughs> so you guys, all three, need to give me a dexterity saving throw. Oh, boy. Hey, I got inspiration. No, you got a d6, so. I don't, it's worth something, because my dexterity is zip. Yeah, uh, I got a 24. Okay. I'm using my inspiration to get a 16. I got an 11. Oh my gosh. So, Aegon, that is not going to be enough. You fail. The other two succeed. So, two of you will take half damage, and Aegon will take full damage. And full damage is 20 points of lightning damage. Oh, what? Oh, man. Are you kidding me? Okay. (laughs) So, the the other two of you take 10 lightning damage. We Woof. gotta run. I I am unconscious. So, it fires this blast, and then immediately turns and begins to run down the hallway. Sophia, you do get an opportunity attack against it. Oh, I'm taking it. Oh, I can't do reckless attack because it's just my yeah. Because that requires it, right? I can't do reckless attack. Yeah, I think it's got to be on your turn. Hmm. Yeah, first attack on my turn. That's what it says. Yeah, okay. so you can't recklessly attack, but you can make a normal attack. Okay. That's pretty good, though. That's a 24 to hit. That will hit. Oh, sorry, 22. I added two. Oh, well, that, that still hits. That's still pretty good. Whew. That was close. <laughs> All right, let's get my D12. Oh, boy, that was almost max damage. That was uh, 11 plus Two. Oh, I get an additional two, though, for being rage. Yeah. Right, so that's 11 plus four. That's 15 damage. Just bring his axe down on it. All right. Sophia, it is your turn. You've just attacked this thing after it flew over you, and now it is only 20 feet down the hallway from you. Fia's in a rage, and he is upset at this thing. He's been failing a lot lately. He doesn't want to fail again, so he's going to chase after it. Gonna march his way down the hallway, well, briskly. Okay, he's gonna run after it. He's gonna charge, <laughs> and then he's going to recklessly attack this thing. So he's gonna yeah. get advantage. Ah, <sighs> that is twenty-two to hit again. That will hit it. Okay, roll my dice. Oh shoot, guys! I just realized I completely forgot to add Jasper to the initiative. Oh no. <laughs> Because <laughs> he he's not down in the dungeon with you. Oh, no. I, I was just forgot. thinking, I'm like, man, our numbers seem thin. Sorry, Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, think Nate. this is a good opportunity for Jasper to look down and know they're fucked. So he's just getting his little popcorn yeah, so, ready. So, <laughs> he's Nate, enjoying as, the show. As an apology, Nate, I'm going to give you an inspiration. <laughs> so you can use that to re-roll a d20 roll at any point. And uh, I'm going to... I'm going to add you to the initiative. Let's see. Okay, see, you you still rolled an 11. So I'm going to add you in, and I'm going to put you at the 11th spot. So right after Theo. I'm so sorry, Nate. (laughs) 
I mean, it's Jasper's good. up top. It took him some time to realize what was going on. L- listeners, this is a common occurrence in our home games. I'm just really bad at this. <laughs> All right. Game. Sophia, you, you run forward and you attack it. What's your damage? I rolled max damage, guys. That's 16 Ooh. damage. Get it. He's just chopping this thing up as much as he can. Oh, my gosh. You run forward, and your blade actually cuts through the metal of its head, and you take out two of the spotlight eyes on the left side of its head, and you leave a big metal gash. And when you pull it out, this glowing blue liquid begins flowing from inside of this creature, and it sizzles as it flows down its side and hits the floor. That's wild. Thea's just ready. You're not getting away! Smash. And then uh, 2-0 is trying to be near Jasper up top and just trying to be near him, either safety or just trying to watch because he has no idea what's going on. That's my turn. All right. So now, Jasper, you get your first turn this combat. (laughs) (laughs) I was very surprised that all this occurred. Master... Look after the dog. The cat is cowering in the bedroom. (laughs) You're here to chase the dogs away. Why do I keep you then? (laughs) Oh, wow. Oh, no. What does it take for me to go down in action? Yeah, because they have a rope. All right, I just start descending. All right, so you climb down into the chamber, and you see an unconscious Aegon laying on the ground. Crispy. Damn. Just a matter of fact. Savage. <laughs> he's been fried. Oh, no. Get some tartar sauce. Well, he's smoking after all. Have you seen Aegon? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Try it. All right. So then we are on to Vez. So she's going to assess the situation. She's going to look at uh, Gunner. She's going to... Um, Gunner, I need you to wake him up and get him, him out of here. And... Okay, I'm going to try to do, I don't know, damn it, Theo, and she (laughs) follows him to, like, just steps into the hallway, but where she can keep an eye on everybody else and him, and she's going to attempt to throw another dart at this creature, even though Theo's in the way, and it's going to be much harder. So yeah, we'll get that plus two because it's in cover. Does a 15 hit it? No. Damn it. Doesn't even come close. Darn. Actually, it probably sticks into Theo. He doesn't <laughs> feel it because he's raging. Oh, goodness. He's got really big shoulders, so it could just like barely stick in. He'd, nothing would happen. All right. Anything else, Janelle? I'm trying to think. Did we get the farmer out of the net, or did I just ungag him? I think you just he's ungagged not, he's him. Not, he's not in the net. He's just tied up. I already used my action to chuck my thing. Yeah, he's he's still there. He's still there. She's going to look at him and point, and she's going to be like, okay, you, as long as you don't think you're going to blow up or something, go with them. Guys, get the farmer out of here, too. Get Aegon. I'm going to try to make sure Fio doesn't just die. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Gunner just hollers over, get out of the way. It's going to shoot another bolt. Well, that's a good point. And she's going to scooch her butt near the farmer back around the corner. All right, so we are on to Aegon. So now, Aegon, normally, I would have you make a death saving throw. Mm, but I'm just dead this but time, right? This, no, oh, this, okay. attack, <laughs> this attack, when it, when it took you down to zero, mm. left you stable. Huh. So you are unconscious, but not dying. Some dark Eldar voodoo shit. I mean, out of character, though, it makes sense with all... They they don't want to kill their prey. They want to zap them and then insert the metal. So if they oh, tie on them, then that's not very helpful. So it's just like a massive taser. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, damn. I didn't even think of that. In character, they don't... She's not smart enough to know that, but out of Feel character. never <laughs> Yeah, so Gunner... Gunner... It is your turn, because Aegon still can't do anything because he's unconscious. And I think you take a quick look at him in panic, and you realize that he is not dying in the slightest. Okay. 
So I'm trying to figure out how I want to do this. I want to move him, but would I be smart enough to know whether or not like him getting hit with another stun shot with as he is right now? Like, would I know that that would or would not hurt him? You feel like since he's already unconscious, if he got hit by another bolt, it could very well kill him. Okay, well, in that case, Gunner is going to get just to the south of him, and he is going to drag him five feet downward. Okay, so you're going to drag him five feet and get him out of the way of the, the mouth of the hallway, so that way the thing can't hit him. Yes. So then Gunner will end his movement uh, running to the east wall, preparing to pursue the creature. And actually, he puts away his short sword. <gasps> Gunner, do we Crazy. even know you anymore? <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, right. that sounds like in character. Putting his He's stuff away, getting ready to run. <laughs> right, 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 right. All right, so now this thing is going to go. And Theo, it is just going to turn and dash away from you. Well... I don't know if this matters or not, but with my reckless attack, it gets advantage on any of its attacks against me, since I had advantage against it. I don't know if that changes its motives or not. No, it is. I'm aware of that. It is is turning tail, and it is running. So you do get to make an attack against it as a reaction. Oh, I'm gonna. GTFO, my man. (laughs) Now, does this continue to count as a reckless attack, or is that over since it's not my turn anymore? it's, It's not a reckless attack. Okay. Just double check. I don't know if so that just carries. A nor- just a normal attack. Okay. That is a 12 plus 4. That's a 16. That will not hit it. Ah. What? Dang it. So oh, it spirals out of, the, out of the way. You got close. So you were close. really close, but it so close. jumped out of the way. Your blade flies between its flailing tentacles, and it just speeds away, so... So it just speeds away. I hate calamari. I'm especially kidding. When especially when it's full of iron, right? Well, no, I, I need more iron in my diet. All right. So it plunges away into the darkness of the next chamber at the end of the hallway. Ah. Sophia, it is your turn. Ah. What do I do? He, he wants to go in so bad, but he can't see in the dark. And he knows it's a bad idea. Uh, actually, yeah, you do have dark vision. Yeah. As a fire genasi? Explicitly, fire genasi are the only ones with dark vision. Oh, see, I would have thought, like, the water genasi would have had. Well, actually, it doesn't really matter if you have dark vision or not, AJ, because it is still shining that spotlight. So you can see it. You can't see, like, you don't have a good view of the room they'd be running into, but you can still see the creature. Okay. Because it's shining its spotlight ahead. Okay, well, if Theo can, can see the path it's taken, he's going to char- charge right after it. He's angry, he's frustrated, he's not thinking. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so he's going to dash his way, trying to catch up to it. He's going to get right up on its tail. All right, so you charge after it, and you enter into another room. It's a little bit smaller than the one you guys entered into, but it has the same like marble design. But its far wall is completely shattered, and there is a tunnel of some sort that looks like it was carved into the stone. Oh, man. All right, that's his turn. All right, so you dash to catch up to it, and that's all you can do for now. All right, we are on to Jasper. So I'm going to run up and go and get line of sight of the creature to cast Magic Missile. So I fire my Magic Missile, and it does 10 damage. So yeah, it is... 95 feet away from you after going down the hallway, through the room, and into the tunnel. But since all the doorways line up, you've got a perfect shot. All right, Jasper, so you fire your magic missiles. How much damage do you do? I deal 10 damage. All right, so your creepy glowing eyes appear around you and just shoot down the hallway like these like lances, and they just blast the creature three times and each time that hits there's an exp- like a spray of this glowing blue liquid from inside of its body as you penetrate its shell. Feel a little bit of this uh, blue liquid hits you like falls on you and it simmers and then turns orange and then combusts into flame. Oh wow. It doesn't hurt you, 
but there's something interesting about it. Weird. Okay. All right, Vez. You said that's 95 feet. <laughs> it is 95 feet away. Uh, I'm pretty sure my max distance is 60 on my darts. Yeah, it's 2060. And yeah, and that's long range. So, 95 minus, yeah. Nope. Well, I guess I could if I, well, no. <laughs> Vez isn't going to go after him. Actually, <laughs> she's going to look at Gunner. And she's going to say, you go and get your best friend and you bring him back here. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't established Vezza or not here. If, if looks could kill, he would once again be dead by her. <laughs> well, all right. And she's going to scooch to the left and kind of down by Aegon and just like check on him. She's hoping that Gunner wouldn't just leave somebody who's not stable, but she doesn't really trust him. So <laughs> she's going to go check on um, Aegon and make sure that he stays protected. All right. So Aegon, you are sadly still unconscious. So we are on to Gunner again. Okay. Gunner is going to... So the spotlight is still visible from all that distance away, right? Yes. Okay. If Gunnar moves just inside the door, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, he should be exactly 80 feet away, which is just close enough to be within the uh, normal range of a short bow. Correct. So Gunnar is going to pull out a short bow and he's going to go, Haha! Here we go! Good luck! I guess I'm Mario now. <laughs> <laughs> well. Did you shoot Theo? I honestly don't think I shot anything. <laughs> oh no! I rolled like I rolled a nine. No, so I don't. I don't. I don't think I even. I I think Gunner tries to put the arrow in, <laughs> and it's like, oh, it's been a while. Okay, let me get to my form and oh, oh shoot, I dropped the arrow. Oh, oh god, I gotta get out of the way. Ah! <laughs> and he just dashes back around the other corner. <laughs> oh my god, it's so Gunner. <laughs> <laughs> just runs back into the room. Yeah, Vez sighs audibly. <laughs> but I tried my hardest. Why are you being so mean to me? <laughs> Disbelief. Disbelief is the look she gives you. <laughs> <laughs> Tells him to run after Fio. Comes back because he dropped his arrow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, it is back to this thing's turn. And Fio, you look at you look up at it since you're the only one squaring off against it. And it is going to make a desperate act. And it is going to take five of its... It's going to take five damage. Oh, no. That's a decent chunk of its very small remaining hit point pool. Oh, man. And it is going to blast you with another crackling bolt of lightning. Give me a dexterity saving throw. <sighs> I don't have any dex, so this is just going to be the luck of the draw. Here we go. Oh, guys. <laughs> wait, wait. Is it possible? And Nate, you, you can say no. Is it possible for Nate to give uh, AJ his inspiration? I'd be happy to. It's if Nate wants to. It's totally up to you, Nate. Well, what did AJ get, first of all? I got a five. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to stay a five. Don't worry, AJ. I'll help you out. I'll give you my inspiration. You don't have to. It's okay. I just need you to remember, though, that um, I can give you this inspiration, you know, for all the times we've done things together and how many times I've saved you, but... Uh, oh, I don't like I'm that. I'm going to need to collect. Oh, man. Is this going to be like last time? Oh, no. Inside jokes. We'll tell right. that story someday, I'm sure. <laughs> so, AJ, are you going to use this inspiration? Nate, are you really giving it to of me? Of course I'm going to give it to you. After all the times I've saved you in the most absurd and ridiculous ways. But just remember, though, this time I'm going to collect, and it's going to be good. <laughs> okay. In all, in all fairness, he chased after the creature without any regard for your feelings. So it's true. I don't think you should give it to him. Plus, Daniel brought it up, not you. So I think I should disqualify it on that. Also, <laughs> is Nate, just to, just to have all the angles in here, is Nate? Is Nate's character going to get hit by this since he's standing in the way of the hallway? Uh, you might. No. 
I'll never tell. Well, to be fair, if Nate had one more round, he could have used magic missile. Uh, he got way. his inspiration. Yeah, and I, I also didn't ask Nate to make a deck save. The The range isn't that far. Okay. I assumed it was a short range taser. Yeah, so it's a relatively short range burst. Okay. So anyway, back back to topics. Are we doing it or not? Yeah, we're doing it. I'm going to reroll, guys. Here we go. That's a 17. Okay. Woo! Nice. A 17 will be enough, so you will oh. take half damage. <laughs> 34. <laughs> half. <laughs> half is 34. So that would have been 28 lightning damage. I, oh, my god! I don't. I do not believe that that is. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's amazing. That would insta-kill me. It would be double my hit points. <laughs> No, well, no, it wouldn't, because remember, it doesn't kill you. Well, it would, Unless though. it hits you when you're unconscious. Still insta-kills, though. Double the hit points. No, it wouldn't. This, okay, it's so It's non-lethal is basically what he's saying. Yeah, this is all, like, this always deals non-lethal damage mm. unless you are at zero hit points. Oh, okay. Because the wording is, a creature reduced to zero hit points this way does not die and is stable. But if you are already at zero, you cannot be reduced to zero again. So that's why that that ruling stands. Makes sense. But if it was like a lethal attack, yeah, dead dead twice over for Jasper there. Yeah, that's why this thing isn't as high of a CR because it can't actually kill you or doesn't want to kill you. Right. Oh, so anyway, man. yeah, Theo, that's gonna be fourteen damage to you because you succeeded on your save, so it's halved. You guys want to know what his health is right now? Not a lot. Not a lot. It's just enough, though. He's got three left. <laughs> Do it. Oh, my god. And then it is going to make another effort to just make its normal movement and try to flee from you. Okay. Do I get that? You do get an opportunity attack. Okay. He's going to swing. Here we go. There's a 14 plus four. That is 18 to attack. An 18 will hit. Yes! Yeah. Woo! That is 10 plus 4, 14 damage to this thing's head. All right. So you swing your axe and you split it right down the middle and your axe embeds itself in the head and it just, the creature sinks to the ground without making any noise and hits with a clang and this blue liquid just spills out in pools and you can see little like bolts of static electricity shooting up towards it and across the ground and into your axe, but it's just static. Ooh. So it's not harmful, but you have killed this thing. Yes. Oh, I feel so good. <laughs> it's been a week, a week, and I've been able to kill this thing. Oh, I feel so good. Oh, well, man. I think a a I think maybe AJ feels good. I don't, I don't know about Theo or Gunner or Aogon. Yeah, we feel pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, Fio's got these endorphins and adrenaline going, so he's he's okay for like the next six seconds. Blinded by rage. Oh, I think his rage wore off the last round. Oh. I don't think so, because I attacked after my turn when it ran away from me. And you I also attacked Oh, yeah, you just have to attack. Turn. I keep forgetting. Yeah, or take damage. damage. So I'm pretty sure it stayed on, which is why I added the extra damage at the end of my last attack here. Mm -hmm. Gunnar, can you get Aegon conscious again and she looks and she walks up to the hallway and just shouts um Theo can you come back here please Theo <laughs> is covered in this glowing blue liquid he looks like he was at one of those uh, rave parties where they cut open glow sticks and splash themselves and it's uh it's actually weird Janelle when you or when Vez looks down the hallway she sees that but she also sees Theo just huffing and puffing and he's just kind of tensed up this entire time even after the kill his body is shimmering with heat and he's slightly glowing which I don't think you've ever seen before in any of his fights yeah and since the creature is dead it's no longer firing off its spotlight so you just see Theo like the patterns across his skin are all glowing uh, reddish orange and that fluid that splashed on him is also glowing a similar color as it ignites and bursts into flame. And in response to your your 
call, he just goes, looks back, and his eyes are just pure blue. He just goes, ah! and then just slowly grabs this thing and starts dragging it back. But then his glow subsides, and he starts to calm down. He's just huffing and puffing. He looks terrible. In her mind, she notes this occurrence, and she's like, maybe she kind of the thought of, maybe I'm not the only one hiding some things. And she wants to try to talk to him about it at some point where they can just have the conversation. Well, back over in the other group, Gunnar looks to Jasper, and he says, uh, well... Honestly, I'm I'm a bit pooped. I, I don't know if I have any more uh, uh, healing in me. The farmer in the the farmer in the corner calls out. I'm still tied up. <laughs> I forgot about him. Hey, v- v- wait one minute. Don't interrupt. Very rude. I'm also really thirsty and really hungry. <sighs> Fine, if you're going to be a baby about it. And Gunnar goes over and he uh, takes a short sword and cuts the guy out. <gasps> Jokes aside, are, are you all right? No, I've been down here for a month. Well, we better get you up top then, hmm? Is, is he still up there? Do you remember the entire month you've been down here? Yes. Have they been feeding you? Barely. Oh. There are no blank spots in your memory for a couple of days? No, not, not at all. <coughs> okay. Oh. She's still a, a hint suspicious, but... She goes about collecting all of her, all of her darts that, or her shurikens, whatever. She's now tossed about to the room, then picks one out of the creature's head. My dad always said never to trust a changeling. <coughs> oh, but, what? What? <laughs> she, <laughs> what? V- what do you mean a changeling? She pulls out her staff and is like holding it now in both hands and staring at him. Like it was, the 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 thing that locked me down here. She made himself look like me, and well, I don't know what's been happening here. Oh my oh my god. Oh. Well, you, you can explain it once we get you some food, and um, Gunnar pulls out a ration, and he kind of like, you know, he, he, he hands him some bread and kind of helps him to his feet. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh. Two silver. Just, just kidding. Oh Bez, holding her staff doesn't hurt him, but she gives him a solid smack. What? Wow. <laughs> no, no. Not him, Connor. <laughs> what? It was a joke. <laughs> she puts her staff back and continues to look at the... Or she, yeah, she puts her staff back, looks at Gunner, points to Aegon, <laughs> and then goes back to looking at the creature. Aegon is, st- Aegon is still in the corner. Yeah. What do you want me to do about it? Did you just run out of spells? Is that what you're telling me? Yes, that, that's what I just said. Weren't you listening? I don't believe what you say most of the time because you are a pathological liar. So then get him up there and I guess we're staying in the house. And that will be on you to solve. And she, she's like inwardly panicking and she's sort of trying to take it out as anger at Gunner after he mentioned the changeling because now she's trying to figure out what they just did and what is actually going on here. Yeah, I think Gunner kind of just, I don't know. I, I think he just kind of shrinks back and he's just, honestly, in this moment, I don't think he really does anything. I think he's just trying to process everything. What's Aegon dreaming about? <laughs> Uh, he's dreaming about like a thunderstorm in the middle of the forest and lightning striking trees all around him, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Joel and Joel's dreaming about what it'd be like to participate in a whole combat. Yeah. <laughs> Thea's gonna call to Jasper. Jasper, could you tie Aegon on the rope after I get up there and I'll pull him up. I'll put him in the bed. Sure, I can tie him on the rope after you're up up there. We can hoist him up. Cool. Tua, boy, everything's good. Coma. Tua is looking down the hole, and he is very excited to see you guys. He doesn't seem like he's freaking out anymore. Cool. See, uh, Fia's going to climb up real quick. Doesn't he make a check, or is he good? No, you can just climb the rope. Perfect. So he's going to climb up and wait for 
Jasper to give him the cue. So I guess I'll do my uh, rope check sleight of hand. Yep, <laughs> to tie the knot to see oh if my I God. Watch it, I drop him. He We're going to kill him. <laughs> I told him he falls on his head. We're good. Jasper ties him by his feet. Wes, you you look like a, a strapping young lady. Why don't you uh, why, why don't you maybe act as a safety for Aegon? Maybe. She looks at Gunner. <laughs> you know what? I was actually going to look at the thing that was trying to kill us. Why don't you make yourself useful and go <laughs> spot him? Woof. <laughs> sure, fine. You know, but one of us is like bleeding out and dying, but you know, that's fine. I guess I'll just die or something. She has no words. She just literally like looks at him and then turns and doesn't even say anything and like steps into the hallway to get a better look at this thing, ignoring him now. She's so done with Gunner. I can just, t- I can just taste the tension. I feel like she is actually so close to physically attacking Gunner <laughs> with an intent to harm. <laughs> oh man. It's crossed her mind. Jasper, being an expert of ropes, does a 19 on the roll. Wow. Okay, so you tie him up very securely, and Theo is able to hoist him up without problem. I am used to tying up bodies, yes. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Gunner just looks at him like, you know what? I I don't even want to know, honestly. (laughs) Can I do, like, would it be, would this be investigation if I'm looking through or would it be more what are you feeling i i think when you look at this thing you see the creature you see it's split open it has some internal components a bunch of cogs a bunch of metal pieces but as you're sifting through it the biggest thing that you notice is this glowing liquid that is slowly starting to lose its glow and fade away and it seems to be leaking from like the innermost part of this construct like this was some sort of artificial being, similar to Jasper, but more golem-like, I guess, would be the best way to say it. So I will have you make me an arcana check. Cool. I don't have a lot of intelligence, so it'll be a good time. That is a 14. 14? Okay, well, you know it's magical. <laughs> cool. You seem to be examining it in the wrong places. Okay, well, then I think this might be your area of expertise, so I will leave this to you. I'm going to go make sure we get this farmer out of here safely. And she leaves it with Jasper and goes over to the farmer to try to kind of, like, get him to go to the rope and hopefully climb out so we can get him out of here. Okay. So now Jasper is left alone with uh, this thing. Yes. <laughs> Oh, man. What's Jasper going to look for? Jasper wants to figure out how it got made, you know? This is an interesting biological uh, piece of work that he has not quite seen before, and he's unsure of how such a construct could be made. Well, After it's not all- biological, Nate. I don't know why you said biological. <laughs> Isn't it basically got blood and other things like that, though, inside of it? No, I said this is a construct. Lubricant. Oh, lubricant. Okay, I know what that is. Yeah, this, this is a construct, Nate. This is totally a machine. Oh, my or God. Not, it... not a machine. It's a fantasy machine. It's even better. Magic. Magic machine. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> so Jasper will uh, pick it up and begin looking at the pieces, glancing over it, seeing if he can see if any of the stuff he knows about Warforges and how constructs get made. Why don't you give me an Arcana check? I got a 17. Okay, so Jasper, you look through this construct... And you know that this liquid in it is ether, magic made physical. You know, when it's, it can be pulled out of the world, it's usually used to cast spells, but very skilled individuals can condense it into solid form. Sometimes liquid, sometimes solid, but it is just pure magic. And then when exposed to some sort of elemental effect, it violently becomes that element. So like when it hit Theo, it turned into fire. And when you're looking at this creature, when it was taking damage, it was combusting this ether in its body to create these lightning bolts to like make them more powerful. And you look through the machinery and it's a pretty standard construct. Like, you know, it's 
got all these uh, gears and widgets and pieces to allow it to move. But when you get to its core, which is normally some sort of arcane core, you realize there really isn't one. And you shuffle through the pieces and you come to the conclusion that this thing should not be functioning. There is no way this thing should be working. Need to. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it's when you fail you figure out so many more interesting things. Spoken like a true PhD student. Obviously, we gotta take this thing with us for further study. Jasper starts picking it up. Alright, so you guys all manage to get up the rope. Vez and Gunner help the, the farmer, the malnourished farmer, uh, get up the rope and get back into presumably his home. And uh, you you have uh, Aegon in the bed, but you sit him at the table so he's nice and comfortable. And he looks up and he says, Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, that was a nightmare. Would you mind telling us more about what happened? Yeah, I, I can do that. hope you enjoyed this episode if you did share it and our other episodes with your friends family and co-workers your boss if you're daring visit our website to find your copy of a DD quick starter guide and feel free to join our growing community on the various social media platforms in the description there we discuss episodes dungeons and dragons and stem topics that we all love thanks again for listening we can't wait to see you here at applied dungeoneering The songs Weirder Things and Weirder Things 2 are from Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0. creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by dash nc dash nd slash 4.0.